Hey there, I'm Nanzea, and this is Market Scale Grow, a podcast created for ambitious teacherpreneurs looking to have a bigger impact on the world, achieve freedom, flexibility, and ultimately make more money. With weekly strategy sessions and inspiring stories from fellow teachers just like you, my goal here is to help you create a customized marketing strategy so you can grow your teacher business beyond your wildest dreams. Hello and welcome back to Market Scale Grow. My name is Janzaya and this is a Saturday strategy session. As always, I am super excited to be here with you for this strategy session. I love the Saturday show. I know I explained this like way back at the beginning. So if you've gone back and listened to episode one where I share my story, I did talk about why I do Saturday strategy sessions. But just as a little recap for anyone who is a little bit newer around here, I am obsessed with podcasts. I listen to podcasts almost every single day. And I always felt like I never had anything to listen to by the time like Saturday afternoon came around because my maybe not even like Saturday afternoon, but like just Saturday and Sunday in general, because a lot, a lot, a lot of shows come out on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. There's still some Thursday's a pretty big day too, but almost nothing comes out on Fridays or Saturdays or Sundays. Nothing. So by the time the weekend rolls around, my list of to listen is usually pretty depleted. And so when I started, I was like, I am going to help solve that problem. And that's where the Saturday strategy sessions came from. So just a little bit of backstory in case you're wondering. I'd love for you to send me a DM on Instagram and just let me know if your podcast list is also depleted when Saturday comes around. I'm at Hey, it's Jenzea. We'll make sure it's linked in the show notes below. But yeah, let me know on Instagram if you like the Saturday shows or if maybe a different day would be better. I don't know. I still am loving the Saturday shows. But if enough of you are like, Jenzea, we hate it. We don't want to listen to a podcast on Saturdays. Then maybe you'll have to change it. Anyway, enough ramble about that. Today, we're going to be talking about power questions for your marketing plan, how we can use questions, and some of my recommendations if you're going to sit down and answer these questions. And then I have a list of 12 different questions that you can totally use in your business with some examples of how I've personally used them or I have not, full disclosure, not actually used every single one of these questions, but some of them I keep in my back pocket because I know one day that they will just be the perfect question for what I'm needing. So first of all, what are like, what are questions? (laughs) It sounds like such a silly thing, but I don't actually mean like grammatically, what is a question? Questions are tools. We can use questions to do a whole bunch of things. And they're really, really important if we're feeling like stuck or lost, confused, unsure of the direction we should be taking our business going forward. And so some of the different ways that you can use questions as tools are to focus your attention on something specific that's either gone wrong in your business or that you want to make happen in your business, but just really want some lasered in focused attention on. You can use questions to help you reflect on how something went. So maybe you did a launch or maybe you were on a podcast episode and you want to reflect on it. Reflection is so powerful and is a really, really great way for you to grow and to learn from past experiences, positive and negative, right? 
You can also use questions as the starting point for a brainstorm. And I love a good brainstorm. I also love a good brain dump where you're just like dumping everything out on the page. But a brainstorm, I would say, is a little bit more focused and a little bit more targeted, I think is the word I'm looking for. A brain dump, you're just kind of like stream of consciousness thinking. I'm going to pause for just a second because my husband and I were talking about books we had read. So we were talking about stream of consciousness writing. And I feel like a brain dump is just like stream of consciousness. I couldn't remember the book in grade 10 we had to read a book by James Joyce that was his style of writing is stream of consciousness. And if you don't know what that is, it's just like you literally write down every single thought that comes to your brain and just don't filter it. I am not 100% sure if his books were legitimately just him sitting down with a pen and writing whatever he thought, or if it was an intentional choice to tell a story in that way, if that makes sense. So he wrote with like the style of stream of consciousness, but wasn't actually doing stream of consciousness. He was writing a story. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Okay. It doesn't matter. Back to my point. Brain dump is more like that stream of consciousness where you're just like anything that comes to mind goes on the paper. Brainstorm is more focused and targeted. And while I do highly recommend that you put everything that comes to mind on the paper for a brainstorm, you want to filter just a little bit. So if you're brainstorming about ways you could launch your upcoming course and you think, oh, I have to do the dishes later today, you don't need to write that in your brainstorm. Whereas a brain dump, writing down like do dishes, I would say you put that there. Anyway, that's just like maybe a me thing. (laughs) I don't know. Other ways you can use questions as tools to find problems or solutions or both in your business. And there's tons of other ways to use questions. Those are just a couple of the different ways that I thought about. And as I was like brainstorming this episode, when you're answering these questions, so this is like step number two, I guess. If you decide that you need a specific journal prompt or maybe you recognize that you're stuck on something and you want to get out of it and you decide to use a question, here's how I recommend doing it, especially if you're doing it because you feel stuck or in a negative headspace, like a negative energy, negative vibe, whatever you want to call it. I highly recommend that you set a timer. You don't want to spin out in that negativity forever. You really want to focus on getting those thoughts, feelings, emotions, whatever it is, onto the paper so that you can shift into the positive. And setting that timer for two or five or 10 minutes, whatever you decide is a reasonable amount, is just a really great way to give yourself some boundaries. Again, I highly recommend that you feel those feelings and you let yourself sit in those emotions, but you don't want to spin out. And sometimes it can be a very fine line between sitting and feeling the emotions and just spinning out of control within those emotions. I've personally found the timer really, really helpful. While you are writing during this timer section, you want to write down, in my opinion, every single thing that comes to mind, similar to that brain dump. And what I like to do is actually have two pieces of paper or a separate space where I can write down things like do the dishes so that when they come up, I don't get focused on do the dishes, do the dishes, do the dishes because it's in my head and I know I'm going to forget if I don't write it down, but I'm not supposed to write it down because it's not about what I'm doing. 
So I have a second spot where I can write down those things, get them out of my brain, but it's not in the spot where I'm like answering the question at hand. And you want to write down things that you consider huge or big, small ideas, the tiniest little inkling of something to come. Maybe you don't even know where it's actually going. You also want to write down things you think are amazing, but also terrible ideas because you never, ever, ever know where something is going to lead you. You never know if that terrible idea is going to trigger an idea that is the idea or the solution. And also, sometimes you might choose to go back and look at this list later on. I do this sometimes and I don't do it other times. It all depends on what kind of question I'm answering, where my business heads, where my life has gone, if I even like stumble upon it again, because often I will forget that I've done it. And if I look through my notebooks, if I'm going through a particularly challenging situation with something in particular, sometimes I'll notice that I've answered their very similar questions again and again and again. And then one of the strategies, I guess, that I was taught in teacher's college for getting students to brainstorm more effectively is the Dove strategy. Hey, Jenzea here. I am interrupting myself mid-episode just to let you know about my free guide, Three Elements to a Complete Comprehensive Marketing Plan. If you've been here a while, you know that I love Facebook ads, but I also think that they need to be part of a bigger strategy. And so to help you out, I created this guide that has the three elements of a complete holistic marketing strategy. And you can download this guide for free at marketscalegrow.com forward slash holistic guide. I'm super excited about it. It has tons of questions to support you, 30 plus ways that you can get started right away. And it's just a must have in marketing your business in 2023. So download it now and then let's hop back into the episode. The Dove strategy for brainstorming is defer judgment. So no matter what it is, there's no qualifier being added to it. There's no thought behind how good or bad it is. We just write it down. And I already said that. O is for offbeat ideas. And these are things that are out of the box, that are wacky, crazy, impossible. You want to put those down as well. V is vast number of ideas. So if you're trying to find a solution or brainstorm the direction to go, you might really want to zone in on the vastness of ideas and just write as many things as possible down. The E is for evaluate later. And so after your timer has gone off, take a little break and then you come back to it later. At a different time, you evaluate the ideas and then you can select the ones that are going to be most effective for you, your business, where you are, It also will give your brain some time to connect dots and make connections. That's the same as connecting dots. (laughs) Make connections to link different ideas together and maybe something will be spinning in your head and you won't realize it until you're in the shower or you're driving down a country road and you're just staring off into this long, never turning straight road. Some of my best ideas have come to me in those moments. And then you can add to or expand on and evaluate those ideas later because 
you'll just have like that different perspective than when you're in the moment. And this is even more true if it's a negative kind of thing that you're working through because that time will let you diffuse and hopefully be in a more positive position or more positive headspace to like actually deal with the situation instead of just feeling, still being feeling that negativity. What I found is when I write down all of these things, the emotions, the feelings, whatever it is that is causing the negativity, that lets it out of my body and it helps me to move away from it. And then when I come back to my list, I'm in a much better place and I'm emotionally detached from it more so than I was in the moment. Okay, so the last thing that I wanna do is chat about some of my favorite questions. And some of them, like I said before, I've used. Some of them I have not used, but I think are really great questions. So here we go. Number one, what is the vision? And so this is great for long-term planning. I love using this as a journal prompt at the beginning of the year and beginning of quarters or when something feels like it's shifting in my business. So I definitely have used this multiple times and I love just visioning like what my life and what my business are gonna look like a year from now, three years from now, five, 10 years from now, like bigger picture. Question number two is what if dot, dot, dot. So what if money was an issue or what if time wasn't an issue or what if we hired five people? What if the course was sold out before we even launched? What if blah, blah, blah. Go big here. If the course was already sold out before we even launched, what would we be doing to get that? And that's going to help you be in that headspace to get there and to do those things. What things would I be doing, right? Number three, how could we fill in the blank? So how could we sell more spots? How could we create products faster? How could we, and when I say we, you could also put I in there, whether you have a team or not. Sometimes I refer to my team as we, even before I had anyone helping me and it was just I, I would still say we, but how could we do this thing that we need to do? And this is great for brainstorming, coming up with all kinds of crazy, wacky, out-of-the-box ideas and trying to find something that really works for you and your business. Question number four, how does this support our goal or our visions? This is a really, really good one. If you're feeling stuck about something, if you're feeling like you have to do something because other people are telling you, but maybe it just doesn't fit with you and your business, your goals. So I used this one recently when I was going to launch Dreamless Essentials. I've launched previously with the standard, quote unquote, go-to, I guess, webinar. And it never felt right. It never felt authentic where there was a couple of fake tips. <laughs> Sometimes is what it feels like. And that's just mixed with testimonial story, testimonial story, testimonial story, next tip with no real solution, testimonial, 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 and then pitch. Never felt right. I've tried a couple different variations of the webinar, just never felt right. And so I said, like, how does this style of webinar support my vision? And how does it not? And I was able to find the things that did work with it and the things that really stood out as not working so that I could start to tease apart what do I want to keep and what do I want to say no thank you to. And that helped me to create the three-day workshop style that I much, much preferred 
and felt like it was much more authentic to me because I kept those pieces that felt authentic and I got rid of the pieces that just didn't. Question number five, what is the first step towards blank? So if you want to do a summit, that's something that's on my to-do list, hosting a virtual summit or conference. What's the first step towards that? Because it's such a huge, huge project. I can't even begin to wrap my brain around all of the steps that an online summit or conference would require of me. And so instead, I am focused on what is that first step? And then what is the next step? One piece at a time. Question number six, what will have the biggest impact on? If there's a problem or a goal that you want to succeed at, what will have the biggest impact? Now, this is not a question that I've ever personally used, but it's one that I really like because sometimes we feel like we're doing all of the different things and we're not really thinking about what the impact of those things actually has on our life or our business. And so what will have the biggest impact on our success or on this specific goal and using that as a metric or determiner of how you're going to move forward, I think it's just a really great question. Number seven, what is the most important focus now to achieve blank? Or what is the most important focus right now to get unstuck? Again, this is very similar to a couple of the previous ones, but what is the most important thing to focus on right now to help us move forward on our goals or to get us unstuck in the situation? And this one could be really, really great brainstorming, coming up with all of the possible ideas. If you're stuck on a particular problem, like how are all the different ways you could get unstuck so that you could move forward? Question eight, what is the timing? I love this one as a journal prompt because I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in the timing of things. We have to make six figures this year or we have to make seven figures this year. But the timing, is it, is it really, does it really have to happen in that time? Give yourself the time and the space of what is the timing of this? How do all the things work together, move us forward? Really just allowing yourself to sit in the moment and to find the right timing to do different pieces of your business, like a summit or a course launch or whatever it might be. Question number nine, how can we make blank happen? Another great brainstorming question that I've definitely used. How can we make whatever it is that you want your wildest dream happen? Set that timer, write down every single crazy idea that you have, big, small, amazing, terrible, and just see all of the different ways that you can increase your brain visibility if that's what you want, or that you can grow your email list to 10,000 people or whatever it is that your goal is, how can you make it happen? And you're going to have some amazing ideas. You're going to have some terrible ideas. And at the end of the day, you're going to be able to pick three or four that you can implement over the next year to start making those things happen. Number 10, why is this important? An amazing (laughs) journal prompt, especially if something is coming up again and again and again, and you're pushing it away or you're feeling stuck or you don't understand. Why is it important? Why does it keep coming up? Writing down all of your thoughts and feelings, stream of consciousness style, where you're not even thinking about it and you're just putting it all down on paper. Maybe your brain, your subconscious, has some thoughts that you don't even know are there and can help you to understand why this thing keeps coming up. 
Number 11, what other industry could I look to for ideas or inspirations? I've actually done this before. I have my Monday minis. They are 30-minute strategy sessions. I only have space available for them on Mondays. I absolutely love them. And they actually, the idea for that came from a photographer's holiday mini family sessions. I think it must have been. She had 30-minute photo sessions with her all on one day, just like back to back to back. And I loved the idea and I wanted to figure out how I could implement it into my business. And so looking for ideas in different avenues. So I, like I said, I looked at the photographers. Sometimes I'll look into hairstylists or golf is another one that I've looked at, realtors. So just trying to brainstorm. Now this one might be one of those two minute brainstorm timers. Like what other industries can you look for? for inspiration, especially if you're feeling stuck about something or if you're wanting some fresh ideas, other industries is a great place to start. And then number 12, what is challenging or most frustrating right now? This could be really useful if there's a lot of things that are bugging you, overwhelming you, feeling frustrating or challenging, getting them all out and then prioritizing or ranking them, I guess. I just like giving yourself that time and space to actually recognize the challenges. And it also, once you've written everything down, you can kind of see and then take those challenges and ask some of the other questions to start looking for solutions. Before I wrap up, I'm just going to read the 12 questions again quickly without any explanation. These will be in not the show notes, but on the website. So if you go to marketscalegrow.com, forward slash one, one, two, like the numbers not written out in letters, one, one, two. There's the show notes and the transcript there. And we'll make sure that these 12 questions are in the longer form show notes for you. So question number one, what is the vision? Question number two, what if blank? Question number three, how could we blank do this thing? Four, how does this support our goals or our vision? Number five, what is the first step towards blank. Number six, what will have the biggest impact on blank solving the problem or the challenge? Number seven, what is the most important thing to focus on now to achieve our goal or to get unstuck on this challenge? Number eight, what is the timing? Number nine, how can we make this happen? Number 10, why is this important? Number 11, what other industries could I look to for ideas or inspiration? And then number 12, what is most challenging or most frustrating right now? I really hope that you found these questions valuable and that it's giving you some ideas. My homework for you, if you choose to accept it or not, is to pick one and spend five to 10 minutes journaling on it today. So thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next Saturday with another strategy session. Thank you for listening to this episode of Market Scale Grow. I'm so thankful that you've taken some time out of your busy schedule to make me part of your journey. If you love this podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends and then head to your favorite podcast app to subscribe so that you won't miss next week's episode or any of the upcoming ones. And if you loved it, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that other people can find this podcast and we can impact teachers and teacher business owners around the world. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back in your ears next week with another Saturday strategy session.